of Goddess Entrepreneur. A goddess entrepreneur sees her business as a spiritual devotion and service to the collective. In this podcast, you can expect to learn all about feminine-led business and all components of online business. Here, we see entrepreneurship as the path to self-mastery and liberation. I'm your host, Madi Grace Theory, and in this very special embodiment episode, I'm talking about shrooms, which I promise I say that with utmost respect. I just want it to be really obvious I am not talking about portobello mushrooms on your pizza or the reishi in your cacao. I am talking about psilocybin. Now, like most people, I was introduced to mushrooms in college in a very non-ceremonious way, and I have since cultivated a much deeper relationship with shrooms as a powerful tool and teacher. In fact, those group trip parties that I attended in college are literally the last place I would ever want to be on mushrooms now that I'm older. In fact, the only person that I'm willing to be around on mushrooms is my beloved. And the most likely place you'll find me is either in bed in the dark (laughs) or on a yoga mat by candlelight alone. And I've wanted to talk about shrooms on this show since its inception. I just haven't had the perfect inspiration yet to really get into psychedelics and life and entrepreneurship. And I know that there are many people in the field of entrepreneurship who find psychedelics as incredibly helpful as I do, and I am in full agreement with them. I know that there's even an entire show called, I think, The Psychedelic Entrepreneur about it. And I just think that psychedelics are one of those things that once you trip, you're never the same even if it's a quote-unquote bad trip. (laughs) Although I have known some people who partook maybe once and I don't know if it changed their lives. But it's one of those things that it just changes your perspective pretty much forever and you just really start to see the world in a different way. And I, I truly honestly wish that it was an initiatory event that all people partook in. Because I think that it's part of becoming a member of the human race is to have a relationship with the mycelial network, to go on a journey to see what lies in the unseen or what's kind of just right underneath the surface bubbling at all times in the mundane. I think that it's life changing to know that that's going on, that there is more going on. And so, you know, I want to talk about mushrooms. (laughs) I love mushrooms. And I want to talk about them today. And this is an embodiment episode. So take what you will. If you love mushrooms, or if you don't, or maybe you like another different psychedelic, just take what you will. Maybe think about that 
other psychedelic that you like instead of mushrooms. But to me, mushrooms are friendly and gentle. (laughs) So I use mushrooms for clarity, answers, perspective, inspiration, and devotion. And I really feel like of all psychedelics, for me personally, psilocybin is my number one ally. I've had a relationship with cannabis, but I no longer partake. I've sat in ceremony with ayahuasca, LSD, MDMA, obviously not all at the same time. (laughs) That would be fucking crazy. And the friend that I come back to time and time again is shrooms. So that's just a preface to me saying that another plant could be your ally if shrooms don't resonate for you. But for me, they are my number one choice and I could easily decline all other psychedelics for the rest of my life and be fully monogamous with shrooms (laughs) and never look back. (laughs) So... If you're listening to this episode, not in July of 2023, then I want you to think back to June of 2023. And if you're here in real time with me listening to these episodes as they come out, I thank you. And I also invite you to think back on to June, which was not that long ago for you. And something has one hundred percent been in the air, in the water, in the solar flares, (laughs) something. I don't know. Everyone I talk to is going through it. It seems like every time I open Instagram, another person is announcing their sabbatical. They're taking a break from social media or they're taking a break from business. I guess I was kind of early to the party because in April I was like, I'm out, you guys. Like, peace out. I'm taking a break. Um, But it seems like entrepreneurs I speak to are having their slowest months ever, their lowest months ever. And oddly, like no one cares. I mean, obviously it's concerning to not have money coming in, but mostly everyone is welcoming the break. So what is going on? (laughs) I know that I've been in it. I mean, June was basically a four week long pity party for me facing myself for the first time in almost three years because for three years I had my business to distract me. And while I remained in devotion and in service in that role, I didn't have to really face myself as much as I have these past few months. And I've also been transitioning into a caregiver role since December, and it's been hard on my sense of self and my ego and my overall being. So when I heard that everyone else has like absolutely been going through it, I was actually kind of relieved that it wasn't just me. So what about you? Have you been going through it? (laughs) please send me a DM so we can chat about it because it's fascinating. I just had a call with my coach, Marielle, the cosmic coach. She was on an episode earlier this year. I interviewed her. I was her coach. Now she's my coach and she's amazing. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I haven't booked a session for June. I've just been going through it. And she was like, I've been going through it. And everyone I talk to is going through it. And it's just, it's really fascinating. And honestly, I believe that the hologram that we live in 
has simply made the things that we don't desire just that much more obvious. Like I think settling used to be easy and it's just so much more obvious, right? And so we're faced with really correcting them. We're no longer able to just endure it. We have to face it. We have to take full responsibility. We have to correct them. And we're being reminded, oh, I have that full responsibility. And in the wise words of my dear friend, Amy Belair, she's the host of the Third Eye Awakening podcast and was a past client of mine. She said, you know, we've been served a plate of food that isn't what we ordered. And the universe is testing us to see if we're going to assert ourselves and send it back until we're given what we truly want. And when she shared that this past week in her energy report, I felt it in my soul. And I want to talk about a recurring theme of this show, of my life, and guess what? Your life too. And that is the simple fact that women set the tone. We are the ones that set the vibrational resonance for our lives, our family's life, and that vibration ripples out into the world. We all have that power. Now, my life circumstances right now are not what I ordered. I want to be wiping my baby's butt, not a 92-year-old's butt. I want to live in a beautiful home in the forest, not this one bedroom in the city. I wanted to scale my business this year, not essentially close my main income streams. It's been an entire year of what the fuck. (laughs) And this past Wednesday, I hit a super low point. I was actually commiserating with my mom via text because she's been going through it too. And after we were done talking, I was just like, I need answers. So I grabbed a jar of shrooms out of my fridge. I have a few varieties. And I chose Loving Teacher because it's gentle and it's usually less like trippy. Um, But I actually grabbed a pretty big mushroom in my anguish. I was like, ah, just grabbed a big mushroom. Like get me out of this reality and into a different state of being. And I got what I asked for. I put my mother-in-law down for her afternoon nap and I went back to bed. I got in my bed in the pitch black with my heating pad because I was also on my moon and I went in. I asked all my questions. I laughed at myself. I saw the cosmic joke of it all. And most importantly, I got answers. I literally asked, why is this my life? Why am I not getting what I want right now? What the fuck is going on? And, you know, to my surprise, also not to my surprise, I got crystal clear answers to all of my questions. And the main takeaway from the experience was that I have all the power, all of it. If Rosa, my mother-in-law, does something annoying, I choose whether that bothers me or not. If she interrupts my routine, I choose whether that bothers me or not. If I have to wipe her ass, I choose whether that bothers me or not. If I want to put her down for a six-hour afternoon nap, I fucking choose that. (laughs) I had been choosing to suffer through all of it. I'd been choosing that it was, you know, careless to let her sleep all afternoon, even though that's literally what she wants. Like, I was choosing to fight her to keep her out of bed. Why? 
if she wants to go away and leave me alone for six hours every afternoon, why was I arguing? If anything, the universe was like, here, (laughs) she's going to go away. Just feed her and put her back to bed. She literally has like a fucking hospital bed in our living room that prevents bed sores. So it's not like she's going to get a pressure sore. She can stay there as much as she likes. And she has dementia. Actually, people with dementia, they feel safest in bed. So it was like, I don't need to feel guilty about that. I was literally letting a mentally challenged person control my moods, which is just silly. I have the power. I'm in control. Now, these circumstances are in my face right now, so they were a main theme of my ceremony. However, if you choose to partake, just know that you can go in with any kinds of questions that you need. Like, should I make a certain decision? What should I be eating for my health? How should I change up my routine? Be specific because the mushrooms, they love to give answers. The other thing is that my beloved has been on edge and pretty temperamental with Rosa kind of dictating our lives. And, you know, it's his mom. She was his best friend his whole life. So now to kind of see her mentally deteriorate, it's just been really hard for him. And so that has meant that our house has been kind of stressful and unenjoyable because he's stressed and he's not enjoying it. And the mushroom showed me this too, that I have all the power over him too. And not like in a, you know, in a weird way. And not that he doesn't have control over himself. Of course he does. But I can greatly influence how he feels and how he acts based on my moods. And that day after my trip was an incredible day. And guess what? So has every day been since then. (laughs) Because I'm just owning my responsibility. I'm owning my power. I choose to enjoy life. And I've been having fun with these silly circumstances. I told Rosa that she's my employee and that I'm her boss and she has to do what I say in order to get employee of the month. (laughs) And I just tease her and we all laugh. Like, why so fucking serious? Seriously. Like, why? I don't know why I was being so fucking serious. Life is funny. It's supposed to be funny. And that was the other thing. The mushrooms just showed me everything and they were like, it's funny. Poop is funny. Everything is funny. Come on. And this is just a small example of a perspective shift that makes a massive, massive difference. And, you know, I've been taking both micro and macro doses at certain times in my life regularly to kind of address what life is giving me. And I truly don't know what I do without it because I don't drink and I don't do anything else mind altering. So it's either the occasional shroom trip, you know, a micro dose once a week. And for now I'm doing kind of like a macro dose once a week as well. Or I just raw dog life, (laughs) which as a priestess, I just feel like something's missing when I don't engage in the unseen, the mystical, the mycelial. It's part of me. So now the other thing that I want to share is that before this trip happened, I had decided that I have to turn more and more toward my devotions. I have to invite the divine in more. I have to pray more. And there are days where all I do is pray in my head all day. So I definitely recommend that before you engage with the mycelial, just make sure that you're inviting the divine into the mundane because it's all connected. And, you know, can you use shrooms for business? Yes, absolutely. You might need to make a major decision, need inspiration, or want to creatively problem solve. And I would recommend probably a microdose for that, 
or what I call a micro macro dose. <laughs> it's like slightly bigger than a micro dose. So just DM me on Instagram if you ever want some dosing recommendations, but also always use your own discretion and, oh, you know, partake where it is legal. It is legal where I live or, you know, decriminalized. So as always, you know, please partake with psilocybin both responsibly and respectfully. I personally like to hold a mushroom in my hand and pray with it and think it before I masticate and swallow it. So set an intention, maybe write down your questions or know what you want to get clarity for. And then remember that set and setting is everything. Make sure that you have a safe place to be where you'll be undisturbed. As I mentioned, my personal favorite is in bed, in the dark, under the covers. But if you're a beginner, you may want to be on your yoga mat by your altar or by candlelight. I do recommend solo journeys as another person's experience can really influence your own. But if you have a trusted companion or want to go out in nature, it's best to have a buddy. So obviously I didn't get into the cultural nuances of psilocybin, of which there are many. I definitely recommend for you to do your own research. One of my favorite books about psychedelics in general is called The Long Trip. I can't remember the author's name. It's somebody that we all know. His name's on the tip of my tongue, but I will put that title of the book in the show notes. So you can read The Long Trip. There's also the book, How to Change Your Mind, about psychedelics. Just use your own discretion. Do your own research before you partake, just to see what's really right for you. Sometimes if you are brand new to the world of psychedelics, it is best to partake in a ceremony with someone who can guide you. So definitely be open to that as well, because a lot of things can come up and you are, you know, engaging with kind of, um, I wouldn't say it's another dimension or extra dimensional beings. I wouldn't go that far. In the realm of ayahuasca, I would go that far. <laughs> I would say that mushrooms is like a toned down version of that. It's kind of hard to describe, but I would definitely just, you know, if you are brand, brand new to this type of thing, it would probably be best to do it in a ceremonial setting with a guide. And music is also your choice as well. Obviously, you want to listen to some good music or listen to nothing. I tend to gravitate towards nothing because I'm kind of like in it, right? And for me, anything that's going on is going to influence my trip. So I like just darkness and silence. But my husband, Alex Theory, has a lot of really beautiful music that is really great for journeys. If you wanted to check that out, his link is always in my show notes. Okay, I think that's all I wanted to share for today. Thank you for listening. And as usual, send me a DM on Instagram if you want to discuss further. Blessings to you and yours. And I'll see you next time.